0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to In Depth, presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today, I'm joined by staff writer, Rene Guzman. He joins the show to talk about his latest piece on the incredible story of a San Antonio area record shop owner. Welcome back to the show, Rene. Always a pleasure to have you on. How are you doing this morning?
1: Hey, Luis, doing great. Always a pleasure to be back. Thank you so much.
0: Right before we started recording, out of nowhere, we were talking about collecting watches and how it's just like a slippery slope on, uh, to becoming a collector. Yeah. Uh, tell me about this story about this record shop owner and his incredible collection. Tell me the story. Well, so, uh,
1: Steve Anderson is, is his name. And, uh, he has, uh, basically been, um, a fan slash fanatic, uh, of vinyl and, since he was a teenager. Uh, and he, he, he's, he, um, he originally grew up, I I gotta go back and look at my notes, but he, he's not from San Antonio. He, he's a, he's originally from out of town, out of state. And, uh, when he was, um, a teenager, um, he was, I think he was growing up in Kansas. If I'm not mistaken, uh, there was this record shop that he went to when he was about maybe 16, And just, he just fell in love with everything about vinyl the, um, the record, you know, the album cover art, the liner notes, the feel of the record, the, um, the process of, of, you know, flipping it to hear the other side, uh, you know, talking, you know, with the record shop, uh, owners and the staff, you know, talking to customers. I mean, he, he just, every facet to vinyl, he just really just immediately fell in love with. And he was telling me that basically, you know, he had this, you know, this job as working as a restaurant cook, you know, at 16, like he'd basically blow his paycheck, you know, on, on vinyl. And he'd spend hours at the shop just pouring over, you know, every bin Um, and depending on, I guess, whatever mood he was in or whatever album caught his eye that particular day, uh, he'd, he'd grab it and then take it home and basically do that same sort of, um, you know, pouring over of it, you know, listening to it over and over and looking at the liner notes and, um, you know, the artwork. And, and so he, it just became basically an obsession really. Um, and as, as he got older, uh, you know, he, he started collecting more and it was something that he kind of did a bit more, uh, a a little off and on. And then when he got, I think he was telling me that around the time he got married, late twenties, uh, he was kind of dialing it back a bit. Life kind of takes over in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, so he wasn't collecting as much then and, uh, you know, after, after he got married, uh, you know, he and his wife, they, you know, they had a daughter and um it wasn't until I think she was almost around his age when he first fell in love with Vinyl. I think she was like about 14 or so. And she found a few albums in the garage and was like, Hey dad, what's, you know, what's this? And, uh, <laughs> you know, and he's like, well, sweetie, uh, that is something called vinyl. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was, and she was fascinated by it. Um, I think as much just, again, kind of like him, like here's this, here's, here's this album art. Here's this, this way of, of, of listening to music that doesn't involve, you know, algorithms or, um, streaming, And, um, uh, it, it kind of rekindled his love for collecting. So at that point he just went all in and, um, hundreds of records turned into thousands, thousands turned into tens of thousands. Uh, and he got a collection, you know, well over uh, a hundred thousand. Yeah.
0: 113,000 albums and singles. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Um, you have this, (laughs) ability to find hope in this is actually like a kind of a really really sad story and i'll let you tell us why but Mm -hmm. i just appreciated how you wove like something incredibly sad you you told this story in such a way that i was like oh wow this is incredible i've never heard of this guy and then i'm like oh no he's leaving like you know like tell us Mm -hmm. tell us tell us about the the other part of this story
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate that. Um, So, you know, Steve uh, was uh, diagnosed with uh, stage four cirrhosis and it's, um, it's a terminal condition. So he um, had been uh, really dealing with some, I, I think it was something that really kind of came to the foreground in recent months for him. Uh, cause he, when I did talk to him about it and he, and he he's very, um, uh, he has kind of a, a very dry sort of humor to him. And I, it, it was, so it was kind of interesting when we were talking about this, cause I'm thinking, okay, I, I, it, obviously it's a very delicate subject and, and it, you know, it was very much the reason why, you know, this story came to light is because he had, he had posted on social media that, um he he, put it due to health reasons. He is having to part ways with his, his collection. Um, so I, I kind of got kind of an inkling from that, that, okay, well this, you say health reason, I'm thinking, okay, he's, he's, you know, in his mid sixties, this, hmm, that sounds more serious as opposed to, well, I'm just getting up in my years. Uh, so when I asked him about, okay, well, can you expand on what these health reasons are? And he told me, and I was just like, okay, I'm God, I'm so sorry. Um, and he's like, well, you know, I've kind of, uh, just come to terms with it. Uh, and he, um, really what I think for the most part was just really at peace with it. You know, he, he was telling me that he, um, uh, really, I, I think being able to do what he loves to do, which is to collect albums, you you know, talk about vinyl and, and share that gospel is, has been, I think such a joy to him. And, and, you know, of course, next to his family is, uh, is another very treasured part of his life. And, and I think, you know, from what he told me, he's, he's at peace with that. And, um, his, his diagnosis, um, his, the expectancy that doctors give him is about two years. So he wants to, as you can well imagine, you know, want to, you know, make the most of that time with, uh, with his loved ones. So, um, yeah, it, it was, it was tough because I, I have to ask these questions that I know are going to bring back that moment when he was first told, about his condition when he was first told, okay, look, this, this is where things are going to go. And, uh, and, and he was very, um, very forthright about it. Uh, and, and I don't want, I don't want to say matter of fact about it, but again, I, he's, he is accepting of it. And, um, so, uh, yeah, of course it, it, it adds a whole other layer to the story that, okay, here's this guy that has this you know crazy record collection, but, um, now, He is trying to find someone that not only, you know, has the money for his asking, you know, his asking price, but I think really most importantly kind of shares that same passion for, for vinyl.
0: As a reader reading it, I, you, you see, you see the hopefulness of it all and it's like so bittersweet to know, like, Oh, I wish I'd known about this incredible collection. I wish I'd gone like, I mean, hopefully the record shop will still be around and he finds that because you you do mention how he wants someone who loves vinyl as much as he does like it it's less (laughs) about the money and more about finding it like
1: a good home yeah and that's kind of that's how he yeah i mean he 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 refers to to his business as a kind of an adoption agency for (laughs) vinyl, and uh, i i thought that was such a such a you know, fun way to to put it because, um, it, you know, when when you get beyond the the current you know resurgence in vinyl, uh, you know, this is still a medium that um, you know one of the first ways you could enjoy music, and I think what's also so so special about it is that it it, it forces you to to really invest your time in the music. You know, it's one thing to, um, you know, tell your smart speaker to play a song that's stuck in your head or to, you know, fire up something on, you know, on a streaming service on your phone. Uh, but it's something else entirely. When you go to a turntable, you lift the needle, you put the record on, you know, you carefully place that needle back on, you listen to the song, you flip, you know, flip the album. It, you know, it's, it's a process. And I think it's kind of like enjoying a fine wine, you know, you don't just gulp it down, you know, you, you.
0: I I see what you mean. Like there's like streaming music. It's, it, it feels like something you could just do at any point, but Mm -hmm. when you put on a violin (laughs) vinyl, there's something deliberate about it. There's
1: yeah. Yeah. And, And that, yeah. And I think that's that process. I think that experience, uh, is, is a big part of his, um, his attraction to vinyl. And I, and I think for a lot of, co- a lot of collectors and, and not, and not just, not even just v- vinyl collectors, but I think those who, who appreciate the medium as much as the music, uh, it's, it's uh it's an experience.
0: So let me ask you about yourself here. You mm-hmm. see that Facebook post, does it, does that just carry your curiosity and you're like, okay, well I need to know more. How did you go about, like, did you just, message them on Facebook, message the shop on Facebook and say, Hey, I want to talk to you. How'd you go after you saw the post?
1: Well, so, um, so my editor had actually brought it to my attention and, uh, she's like, Hey, I, you know, I think here's a story, uh, take, take a look. Um, let me know. So I look at the Facebook post, I I look at his page and, he has a phone number, (laughs) which I'm like, Hey, that's awesome. You know, because I more times than not, you, you typically end up messaging the uh, source on their Facebook page or the email them. Um, but when there's a phone number, I mean, that's, that's gold. So, uh, I, I just held it up. He answered, uh, introduced myself and, um, just, um, Hey, you know, I, I, I want to do a story about this and, and, um, I want to, I want to honor your passion. I, I want to to really celebrate it because I, I'm sure you're at a place right now where um, that this has got to be tough to to have to part ways with it. And um, we we just talked on the phone for a while there, that first call, and then um, you know I went back, you know, we I said, okay, great, you know, let's let's meet, and uh, you know, have a photographer go out, and um, you know, kind of just went from there.
0: I love that it's that you're just chronicling like a little piece of this man's history Mm -hmm. and uh, there's something really special about it Um, but I, I think that's a good place to end it I recommend everyone go read the the article it was it was really lovely Renee. thank you so much I really appreciate that hopefully you can stop by another time always always a pleasure having you on always a pleasure
1: to do it Luis thanks so much